Look, just so you know, I'm not a total nerd. I also happen to be super into close-up magic. What a nerd. All right, nerds. Let's go. Nerd! Get those nerds! I had the original early bird. But, you know, the earlier bird special? Yeah. The, the edition that you had this, the male way to get. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it came with Luke, Leia, R2, and uh, Chewbacca. Right. And in that one, the early lightsabers that would come pop out didn't just have the one. It had it, it, was it like had a, a little tiny extension. extension. Yeah, yeah, it was an extension yeah. cord kind of thing. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was it wasn't an extension cord, but it was like a collapsible, extendable lightsaber. Yeah, it had like two pieces. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> which is really cool. Which you know, Luke's was always yellow, and I still please J.J. Abrams. If you hear this, please, please, I'm praying. Let us have a yellow lightsaber in Episode Seven. Please. Oh, dude, I don't think you have to worry. One so bad in it. Why? Because I've always wanted one in the movie. I've always wanted one. Okay, now my brain's trying <laughs> to remember the EU. Nope. Green, no, green, blue, and yellow are the three main Jedi sabers. That well, is... when it, in the original <laughs> EU, it was just about any color. No, no, no. But when they started doing around Knights of the Old Republic and that time period in the books yes. and in the games. They, they started discussing those were the three main. Right. And well, then there was yellow. The yellow. Was, the blue was the power guys, and they were like the more soldierist. Green's guardian. And green is a guardian, more the adjudicator, like the right. negotiator. Red, the, the, yellow, red be, the red became, the, the reason that it's red is because it's the synthesized crystal. Right. And the, the yellow, yellow, I forget what the yellow was, because the yellow could kind of float both ways. Well, the, no, the yellow became the, like, the sentinel um, saber. So like the guard, you know the guards, the the, the okay. Jedi guards, and they then they even carried it over to the Clone Wars because they they had a um, like a staff saber yeah, that the I Jedi that. Temple guards carried, and it was yellow. Crazy. But I want to see, I you know, I want to see an actual yellow lightsaber. I it, uh, we saw yellow lightsabers in uh, the new movies. No, nope. one, two, and three. No, nope. the only thing we got was purple in the giant. Fight on Genosha, nope. there wasn't a single yellow nope. saber. It was gre- it was it was green and blue. You know what? I'm actually proud to say I don't know because I haven't seen those mo- movies enough. It's green and blue. Oh. Mike. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdables. We are Nerdables. This is the Nerdable stop, show. Stop, stop. What if we just turn stop. off his mic? Welcome yeah, to can Nerdables. You, can you try, can you try, good. Yeah, I think okay, yeah, that sounds a lot better Welcome actually. Welcome to Nerdables. You do realize, as you... always, I'm R.A. Rain, and uh, joining me this week are Travis and Ethan, <coughs> and nobody has any nicknames. You are not R.A. Rain. I am R.A. Rain. You are Travis T-Rex. So why don't we do that again? Can we start over with actual oh. reality? Yes. I like my opening. Your opening was terrible. I like Even it. Even your daughter would be like, that was bad, Daddy. No, she would not. She would dance. Of course, she is now the voiceover star in the family, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, uh, before we start, I do want to address some news that we just uh, was just broken. I guess this morning, uh, I as mean, of they, this recording, they released the information this morning. Yeah. yeah, as of this recording, which is what we're recording. What day? Monday. Is it Monday? The twenty fourth. Yep. I Monday, guess. February twenty fourth. So, um, Harold Ramis passed away either last night or this morning, at age 69. And if you're a fanboy or a nerd... You're not a fanboy. If you you, were a child of the 60s to the 90s to even the 2000s, uh, this man probably shaped 
Cinema. There's probably not a movie that you haven't seen of his. If you've grown well, up, well, I just meant I, I just meant that if you know in the nerd, just in the nerd genre, right? The nerdish genre. Uh, everybody knows him as Egon Spangler from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters I should say Doctor Egon Spangler from yes, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, Ghostbusters video games, um, which he helped co-wrote with uh, Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's just I, I wanted to bring that movie up first because that's the one that our listeners would know right off the bat. but Well, no, I mean, if we want to get into it, he's responsible for the Canadian uh, uh, sketch comedy show SCTV. Which actually, that's gigantic. not really can- Canadian. It, it's more Chicago. I get No, Chicago was the Canadian one. That's correct. Chicago's um, SCTV. Yeah, and that was Second City. Right. Um, which is a comedic troupe. But um, he did uh, Animal House, Groundhog Day, Analyze this, analyze that, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Caddyshack, Caddyshack 2, Bedazzled. National Lampoon's Vacation, um, Bedazzled, uh, well, Meatballs, Bedazzled so much. I'm, I'm, I'm Armed and Dangerous Club Paradise. Club Paradise was so Meatballs. awesome. Meatballs. I mean, like, he, he has so many movies that he was mm-hmm. part of Stripes. Stripe, Stripes is the first movie I ever saw him in, which I think it's the first movie he ever did. But he also, he also wrote Year One, and I didn't realize that. Uh, knocked up, last kiss. It just sucks because I don't like saying goodbye to people that were huge influences on what I consider comedy and comedic. And but you know what sucks film. though, other than you know, other than the fact that he's passed away, is so many people are all of a sudden going, oh, "What about Ghostbusters 3? Oh no, what about Ghostbusters three? That was never gonna. It happen. was just a rumor. You know? No, no, no. I mean, it was something that they. From what I understand, it was something that they heavily looked into and were trying to make happen at one point, and it was made very clear by those two or three actors. That were well, definitely Ramis and, and Ackroyd were the ones that said, well, unless we come up with a script that we absolutely love, we're not going to do it because we don't want another Ghostbusters 2. Not only that, uh, Bill Murray was always a yeah, I mean he, he was never he was never really interested. Now here's the wasn't. question: Do you think this may make them more interested to do it as more of a tribute to him, or do you think they just leave no. the legacy? No, no, they'll leave it alone. No. I think. Yeah. No, you've got two great films. Even even though there are people who want to criticize two, you've got two great films that you never need to touch. And I, I wouldn't want to see. I mean, I know that the the I mean, whole did Ghostbusters you need an animals Animal House two. No, no. So this is what I'm saying. You've got you've got two. One perfect movie and one very good movie, and you don't need to sully it with trying to rebirth it for a reunion. Mm-hmm. Well, even though they were talking that Ghostbusters three would, you know, the the original Ghostbusters would be, you know, passing the torch and then giving it to whoever, that. whoever they came up with. Fuck I wouldn't want to see it without Spangler in it. No, I, I wouldn't want to see it without it. No, the Ghostbusters are those three guys. And do you really want to see Four aging guys. Ghostbusters, anyways? I mean, you know. I, I, it's not even about that. I mean, I, well, let's just come from the passing the torch standpoint. I don't, I don't need to see Seth Rogen the rumors and, that they had yeah. been throwing around, which was yeah, Seth Rogen and uh, that whole crew, like basically the, you know, the uh, the Judd Apatow crew taking right. over. That's and that's what it was. That. And it's because the Apatow crew is that. really, you know, they work closely with with Ramis anyways. You know, with uh, him and Apatow work. You know uh, what? Um, Shit, uh, no, uh, fuck, what was the one that uh, we just said? You can do it, you can do it. You can uh, do it. Knocked Up. Knocked Up, they, yeah. Yeah. And then they, I think they worked on a couple other ones together, too. 
or at least the bottom the bottom line is is that he's leaving uh, an amazing film legacy and mm-hmm. it sucks to see people go that I either wanted to work with or hoped to meet or hoped to work with at, at age sixty nine too. I mean that's not old anymore. At this point, that actually is very true. Like it's amazing what's happening with our life expectancies mm-hmm. in the modern world. Yeah. I think yeah. even, I mean, to get off topic a little bit, I think I read it somewhere where they said with genealogy and like gene therapy, they can actually um, say that the expected life expectancy of a human being now is 125 years. Really? I didn't think the, it was that. I didn't think it was that. I thought it was just like right around 100. Mm. The oldest Holocaust survivor that was living in Britain just passed away the other day as well. She was 110. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people's lives are extending <laughs> much further now. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Would and you like to live that long? I mean, I know we're still off topic, but, you know. Probably not. I, I do. I don't. I'm, I'm done now. I might as well go. <laughs> You're done now. <laughs> so, um, we just speaking about passing the torch, things like that. Um, real quick, what do you think about the new casting of uh, the Fantastic Four? Yes, moving Four? on. Uh, torch. Everybody, ah, I everybody, get go it. out. Yeah, torch there. Jeez. Everybody, that was a terrible segue. But I wasn't everybody, even supposed to be. Everybody, with you. go home and watch Groundhog Day and well, Shack and and Ghostbusters and. Well, if you never checked awesome. out Harold Ramis's IMDb page, go look at it. You'll be surprised at what movies he's either been, you know, as an actor in or writer, director, and producer. You'll be amazed at all the ones. It's almost a hundred percent guarantee that uh, you've at least seen one of his movies and enjoyed it enough. Oh, there's, I guarantee it. There's yeah, there's so many movies that he's done over his uh, span in his career, and that have been like major movies. So I, I, I highly doubt that you've not seen any one of his movies. Yes. So um, moving on to the Fantastic Four. It's shit. Yes, that was quick. I know. Um, you beat me to it. I tried. What do you think of the casting? Because that's becoming a major issue right now. Okay, uh, let's set aside the race. Let's set aside the whole race issue thing that people are making an, an issue out of. Because, Why? Because the thing is yellow? Because fuck, no, fuck everyone for trying to you make Because he's a, rock. I'm just annoyed. Uh, you know, oh, God. I'm so sick and tired of the... the uh. Anyways. Oh, you mean because the human torch is black. That has nothing to do with it. Let's just go at it from a straight casting perspective, all okay. four of them. Yes. Let's set aside whether they're brother and sister. Let's set aside uh, uh, the color of their skin. Okay. Let's just talk about straight casting. Okay. The casting of Miles Teller as Reed Richards. Yes. I do not like. I don't see him as Reed Richards. I have looked at some of his work. I don't consider him a good casting for Reed Richards. And uh, I don't like this, actually, all four of them doing this whole, it's the young, hip, cool, edgy Fantastic Four. See how young and hip and cool they are? I get They're young that. and hip and cool. Um, Wait, are they young, hip, and cool? That's what it feels like. Honestly, that's what it feels like all four of them are. Yeah. Well, what do you it think about Kate Mara? Like, Kate Mara, uh, she's a talent, very talented actress. I never said she was a bad actress. I'm talking about just the look, the style, and the vibe of the four people they're putting in the roles. Reed Richards classically has gray in his hair. This kid doesn't look a right. day over 25. 
he's not going to have any gray in his well, hair. Well, see, now, but here's the so other thing. So he's not the classic-looking Reed Richards, nor does he have the classic age of Reed Richards. Right. Now, if they're basing it off of the Ultimates Fantastic Four, then there's a possibility, because the Ultimates Fantastic Four is they're a younger, younger Fantastic right. Four. They're not that young, and they still hold the qualities of the original players or the original characters. Re- Reed Richards is a stuck-up, nerdy, yes. you know, uptight scientist, and and Ben Grimm is a rough-and-tumble kind of dude, and uh, uh, Johnny Storm is a, a mouth, yes. and, and, you know, Mrs. Mrs. Fantastic or the Invisible Woman <laughs> is, but she's... She's like a smart slash sexy slash right. Yeah, you know, so those character traits stand true in the Ultimate Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. but they like dropped them back a bunch of years to like redevelop them in sure. older years. But here's the thing: I feel like this movie is being made for one single reason. Oh, please tell me to keep the franchise. Yeah, that's a, what you thought it was being made for some other reason. Didn't I mean, we okay, discuss this? Let's like, be honest. Let's be honest. Okay, <laughs> a few it, weeks it's, ago. It's a, number one, it's about making money. Number two. It's about not losing the franchise to Marvel. Yes. Yeah, that's the yeah, only yeah. reason. I think here's the thing. I think the No, they're let's not split hairs. They're they're one hundred percent. I know, but going, here, we're not losing Daredevil. Oh shit, Fantastic Four uh, Spider Man, get get him out quick. We're no, we got it. they already lost Daredevil. This is what I'm saying. But here's the thing. I think I think that it should be written in the rights that or in the agreement or the contract that if you put out a shit movie, the mo- <laughs> the rights automatically revert back to the previous owner. <laughs> Yeah, but then you'd have to classify what cons- what is considered a shit movie, because you know the movies are gonna make millions of dollars. That's the problem. It's like so, if if it's panned, like, do you consider it panned by critics to be a a, a problem, or do you consider? I mean, what right? Do you it's consider like who, a bad. Who movie? is the one making the decision if, if it's your be movie, a shit movie? If your movie doesn't make X over its original production cost. But you know it's going to do that. So then, it's then gonna, again, oh, dude, I don't movie, know. I don't know. Movie, oh yeah, it will. Fantastic Four. You really don't think is going to make more than it's actually going to spend in production? Think about that for a second. Exactly. <laughs> Silence. It's going to make you massive see? amounts of money. Okay, so, so here's, here's I, I don't want to waste too much time talking about this because no, you know there I is something more important. I that, think it's a terrible casting all around because I don't think the castings fit the characters as they've been written from the source material. Now, here's the other side of that. No comic book movie, let alone source material movie, has ever stuck to the source material. And this is something that I believe has been stated on this show before, and it should be pounded into everybody's head for the rest of time. Movie studios will never stick to the source material. Didn't happen with Harry Potter. Didn't happen with any of the Marvel stuff. Won't happen. The with closest any of the that DC it's happened stuff. is with the Marvel. But the actual, the actual Marvel Studios pictures. But it's pretty close. It's right. not the same. And this right. is what I'm saying. So let's get out of our heads whether it will ever reflect the source material because it won't. It just will not. It's never going to happen. Moving on from that, I think people will go see this movie and walk away thinking that Michael B. Jordan was probably the best thing in the movie, even though he is the most uh, countercast character. Sure. Well, in the original Fantastic Four movies, everybody, you know, you couldn't stop talking about Chris Evans. Right. He was a great Johnny Storm. But see, that character lends itself to being the... the, Likeable. 
Yes, because he he is the you know he can steal the screen very easily just with with his one shot. You know, and with, with and his... the the racing isn't an issue. There he's adopted it, or she's adopted. Well, yeah, or know, they're still... half brother and half sister or any number of options. I mean, they they will find a way to get around the fact that they're brother and sister. But that's not how it is in the comic. No, it's yeah, and it's I not. But it. to me, it feels like they they're making this casting choice just because. Oh wait, we have an all white cast. We need to add some color to it. Well, and now you're getting into the racism issue, right? And, and that's what. And, and there's a lot of it. As a matter of fact, Michael uh, Jordan came out not too long ago on Twitter and and you know made a statement about it because he was getting blasted by fans and everybody talking about how he was such a poor choice. No, and that's when the, those are the kind of people that ruin it. Uh, for no, go go actors. watch Fruitvale. That dude's an amazing yes. actor. And I'm sorry, get o- get over the racing. I'm sorry, it's 2014. Get over yourself. So we're talking about casting. Which actually makes a great segment to the next thing that I am like so giddy about. Guardians of the Galaxy trailer came out. Holy you should, crap! You should see how giddy he is about it. I'm so excited! I think he's Holy spewed crap. on his computer screen like seventeen times. No, no, no. Okay, that looks so amazing. Let Let me start with. I have read Guardians of the Galaxy in the past. Yes, I've never been a huge fan. I've never read it that much. But I've read it, and I know the source material. Yes. I had absolutely zero interest in Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a B-level title that was being thrown in as part of the universe to introduce Thanos and the Gauntlet for the Avengers films. Yes. And it was just like, okay, there's a side film. Marvel's doing it. They've done really good jobs with everything else they've done. Yes. It'll probably be good, but I don't care. Cut to... The moment the trailer comes out, I turn it on, I watch it. I am now more excited about Guardians of the Galaxy than any other film this year. I'm like, I am blown out of my mind. Chris Pratt was freaking amazing in a minute and a half of tape. The only thing. Unbelievable. Rocket Raccoon, I'm flipping my shit. The only thing that I'm worried about, and and I've heard the. because they've also put out promos of each one of the characters where the actors are talking about it. So you got to hear Rocket's voice. Which is Bradley Cooper. It's Bradley Cooper. He's not unless they're doing something in post to the voice to change it nah, up a little bit. Nah. It just sounds like Bradley Cooper. But it, it he's doing something a little bit more raspy raspberry. Raspy. He's adding a little like yeah. yeah, he's adding a little like ah, like he's doing a little scratch to his right. voice to give it some edge. So I, I'm not minding it. I wish it was more of a British accent. I mean, but, okay, well let's talk about it. That's how I've always saw Rocket Rocket. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it's like the only thing for him is like uh, I always read He's it with a British. British. I always read it with a British accent, so it has well, no, to be in a British. But accent. But they've always done it. They have done it in a British no, wait. accent. Is that every iteration? Pretty every much iteration yeah. of Rocket. He's been kind of Brit. Yeah. Okay. I, I I remember reading him Brit, but I didn't remember if he had always. I've, I've like read him Brit. Line was always Brit. The every time you've ever seen him in one of the cartoons or anything like that, or in the games, he's always had a Brit accent. Well, unless Brad Cooper is doing Brit, then he's not doing. He's not Brit. Probably not. But you know what? I'll get over it. Why? Because <laughs> studios never follow the source. I know. I understand. It. Well. And they've already proven that Rocket is going to be a badass the way he spits in the Are you coast. kidding me? 50-some Are counts you of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> no, no. Forget that, dude. Just just rewind and replay where he's up on Groot's shoulder. Yeah. Blasting this, like, automatic rifle plasma gun in a prison? Yeah. How the fudge did he get a machine gun in a prison? God damn. God, dude. That, yeah, no. that trailer, they could have just shown... 
Chris Pratt and Rocket Raccoon for two minutes straight. And I like, yeah. yeah you know what the funny thing is? After the trailer, people are starting to go, well, I don't know if Gamora's cast right. Because with Zoe, as, you know, of course, Zoe's in every single. Zoe Saldana? Yeah. She's in every single franchise now. No, she's not. Yeah, I just mean, she about. pops up a lot. Just she pops about. up a lot, but she's not in everything. Just about. Is she in Avengers? No. Well, no, but she's now in the Marvel Universe. Is she in DC? No. She was already in the Marvel Universe. Tick, 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 tick. I know. Tick, I'm trying to think of which tick, one. Tick, tick, tick. The Losers. That's not. That's DC. The Losers is DC? Yes. I just fucked myself over on that one. Yes. Whoops. <laughs> So uh, yeah, uh huh. So she is in the DC universe and Marvel. She's in both. So she's she's so like Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yep. Uh, she's Wait, also, so you're telling me she, there's another crossover? And what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, the, uh, the yeah. studios don't care. They want. They oh wait, want do we do we remember Green Lantern at all? Is it, I don't is think it well, one DC, that we had to forget. DC's not. I thought even we, I thought it was one that we had to forget. So Ryan Reynolds so technically hasn't been part of forget. D- DC's going wait. Technically Ryan Reynolds has not been a part of DC then. DC's going, "Thank God we have other Earth Green Lanterns that we can use now." Okay, John Stewart, who are we going to put? Dude, uh, I would love to see John Stewart. They're they're talking rock me into being. Did you see that the Cyborg rock? is now being put into uh Batman Superman? Who's playing Cyborg? They ha- uh I saw it the other day and I can't remember now, but he's been put in there. But anyways, who Guardians of the Galaxy. Who would be a good John Stewart though? No, no, no. Now you no, you you went over to John Stewart. Now I got to figure out who I'd cast as John Stewart. Uh, I know exactly who I'd cast and I can't remember his name now. He was in Serenity. What? Uh, he played the bounty hunter in Serenity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which oh. um he was just in uh, oh my god, I can't believe it. He's he was just in uh, 12 Years a Slave. Uh Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yes. And you. I know I mispronounced that, but Look, there's me. Um, yeah, so uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm super excited about. I Yes, I almost did just myself when I saw the trailer. That, almost? That, that trailer was unbelievable. Oh, I sat there just so excited, just shaking the whole time. I did that, but but see, when the, when Thor 2 at the end trailer, when they showed the collector and everything, yeah, I was so excited collector. about that because that was the first glimpse of, of Guardians. Um, yeah, dude, Chris Pratt was awesome in that trailer. He was so good in that trailer. So, um, Doctor Strange is being thrown around again as... No, I don't care. I want to talk more about Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> well, I, we're going to be talking about Guardians again. Did you see the toys from Toy Fair? No. Oh, they look amazing. Um, you're not going to be here when we record tomorrow for the uh, Toy Fair uh, episode, but oh, the toys look amazing. You should have done it now. What's wrong with uh, Because Chris wanted hey, to Hey, what happened to Macho Man Dandy Savage? Oh, God. Really? What happened to Nacho Man? We've gotten like, uh, we've gotten like a oh, month. Maybe he or got so. lost. I'm bringing it up. We haven't heard Where from. Where are you? Nacho we have Man? not heard from that dude since uh, he got he lost in... when he was supposed to be coming down here and end up in. I Washington. want him to kick in the door and kick, it, put his boot up your something something with the rapper, whatever he's gonna do. Up his ass. Up his ass. I don't know. I, I think that put I think, his boot so far up your ears. I think the dude got what he wanted. He got us to talk about him for a little bit. Maybe he got some fame. Somewhere I want. Where's his CD? I want the C- the music. Maybe CD. that's why he's not here. He's working he's on the working album. He's working on the CD. Oh, that's right. Because you guys told him. Then you said one time that you you don't want to hear from him again until he does the CD. Or oh, something. that's right. I did something like that. Okay, <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yeah. So um, they're trying to figure that out again. Kevin Feige. Um, Said that uh, brought you know he was in an interview doing an interview with MTV or something about 
the next phases of the Marvel movies and brought it up that it's a potential movie, even though there's no director attached yet, no writers yet. No yeah, script. but you know what? It's Marvel. Yeah. No, no, no. That oh, doesn't no. matter. It's Marvel. Marvel, I mean, it's it's their property, so they can literally be like, okay, well, we want to do this film, so uh, you, you're hired, you're hired, and you're hired, and they've got a writer, yes. a director, and a film. But they did announce Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will be May 6th, 2016. I'm in. If, you, if that After day, trailer, wait, wait, I'm wait. In. If that day sounds familiar to you, that's because that's the day that Superman Batman is supposed to come out. Oh, yeah? No, but that's also that's really interesting. excited interesting. for that movie. But that's also interesting that the fact that uh, the first one, Guardians of the Galaxy, is coming out in August. So maybe like what seven or eight months later, we get another one. Or no, two thousand Oh yeah, that, okay. So another yeah, year, year and a couple months. Yes, I years, see. Years, I see. Not months. Years. I was about, uh, uh, yeah. There's supposed to be maybe three Mar- Marvel movies in 2016. They're supposed to get one in May, July, and in November or something. Good lord. Yeah, Thor three. They're just we already. Oh, Thor, well, they Thor just, three could they, be one they of have them. Built such a universe. Speaking of Thor three, from, from being a subcategory of a movie studio to becoming their own movie studio. Uh huh. Good God. Speaking about Thor three, Thor two comes out tomorrow, and they're doing a special screening in Hollywood tonight for the um, the Mandarin one shot. That's a part of the. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It may be, it may be that they're fixing. I'll never, I'll never like it. either that, or I can just wait until tomorrow when I buy the DVD and watch it. Yep, there. <laughs> I never liked. Um, it. You mentioned Kevin. You, I mean, you mentioned Kevin Feige. You, no, men- you mentioned. No, you, you did. mentioned. I know you. <laughs> you mentioned Chris Pratt. I mean, I ago. did. Uh, oh my God! The Lego Movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the starring voice of the Lego movie. Well, it depends on who you ask. A lot of people would say Will Arnett as Batman is the starring voice That's of the true. Lego movie. Um, it's grossed over $200 million worldwide, but that's not even the big news. I am awesome. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? I know. I, oh, the awesome song, man. I know. The awesome song will Don't worry, me. I haven't seen it either yet. Everybody I think you and I are the last two people on the planet. The awesome probably. Song. Uh I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's really good. I don't know. I just don't think I've liked Legos that much to the point it's where I have to go watch a movie. It's just a lot of fun. It's goofy, That's crazy, what it seems wild, like, childlike fun. Yeah. Well, Warner Brothers has announced that May 26, 2017, which they actually announced it before Lego 1 came out, that the next Lego movie will be out. And they've already hired screenwriters Jared Stern and Michelle Morgan to, to write the sequel. Congratulations, Jared and Michelle. It's going to be big shoes to follow, or big bricks to put together. <laughs> wow. Shut up. Crickets. Oh we God. need the cricket sound. You okay. need to get us crickets. So, my head hurts. So, so shut what? up. Okay, so th- before we jump into the next one, I want to, I don't know if you've heard the news or not, but I'm going to play you a song like thing. to see if you can figure out what our, our segue is to. I know the song. I need a hero. Yeah, I got that. So do you know what our, our next topic's going to be? No, I have no clue. You have no idea? I have no clue. Well, our next topic is, is it going... about me? No, because you're not a hero. Our next topic... Shit, I can't turn it down. There. Our next this. topic is Heroes Reborn. Oh God! Yeah, they're coming back with the Heroes show. It's okay, so part miniseries, right? <laughs> Wait, you guys remember our E3 coverage? We mentioned that um, 
Microsoft had made an announcement that they were going to reboot Heroes, the TV show, the NBC TV show, and put it on the Xbox One. Well, it seems that NBC is going to reboot, reboot the show, sort of, but they're only going to do it on their network right now, I guess, and it's going to be a 13-part miniseries. They're doing a miniseries. Yeah. They're doing a two-week miniseries. They're doing... It's no, it's 13 episodes. Oh, okay. So like a one-season miniseries. Right. Yeah. So, so basically it's going to be a single-season run. Right. Which and is gonna essentially going to be just the name is going to be the same. Apparently, they're going to have a whole new cast, completely different thing. It's not even going to be tied into the original. Well, it is going to be tied into the original to some degree because they are saying that they are going to have some original cast members making appearances or whatnot. The hero may come back at some point. Um I doubt Hayden Panettiere is going to come back. <laughs> they've made they made a comment that she might be. Okay. I think everybody at this point that was on the show is so done with the show that they've moved on that they wouldn't really care enough to come back. Well, here's a, here's a question. It's been a while since the show was on the air. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, really long while since the show was on the air and good. Uh-huh. <laughs> is anyone going to care that Heroes is coming back now? You may get those few diehards that really loved the show back in the day that be like, oh, well, I'm going to check it out. And if they don't get it, get them within the first couple episodes, they're no, going to lose no, no, them, no. I think. They have one chance and one chance well, only. NBC's They've got kinda, the first 10 minutes. NBC's and if it's kinda, not amazing in the first 10 minutes, done. NBC's kind of saying, I mean, they haven't said it outright exactly, but they're kind of insinuating that Heroes was before its time. That now shows like, you know, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., Arrow, and then all the new shows that are getting ready to come down the pipeline. My response to them would be, get over yourself. No, because Heroes was great, season one. Heroes was amazing. The Heroes first, like, was five okay. Episodes. I wanted the whole, of carnival se- the whole Carnival um, storyline to be good because I love carnivals that are really dark and creepy. But it was just so badly written. He got touched at a carnival once, and that's why. Oh. I'm just saying. That's why. No, I love the idea that you know, carnivals are what they used to be, or they were originally were. You know, they were with these, you know, atrocities to you. You know, that were kids born with two heads, and you know, diseases and stuff you like that. You just called a kid born with two heads an atrocity. <laughs> yes. Wow. Back uh, back in the day, I mean, come on. If you if you had. If you were bipolar or anything, you were put into an asylum. Yes. Well, you're bipolar now. They still put you in an asylum. <laughs> if you if you were born if you were born with MS or anything like that, you were automatically put into an asylum. And thought to be. Why are you looking at me like that? You're not. You're still not speaking. You're, anyways. So anyways. Uh, Heroes Reborn is going to have Tim Kring back as uh, on board as the Heroes uh, executive producer. He was the original creator. Um, yeah, they they said that they're going to you know add some digital comics and things like that with it, and that are going to be prequels. just like they did the first time. They they had comic books that went along with it. Which you're getting the, asked the show, the comics to, let's to produce be honest, it. Let's be honest. They the show went south very quickly. Show went south. And that's why it went off the air was because it became not interesting and not good and people didn't care anymore. And now they're trying to bring it back because why? There are so many really, really like popular and successful comic book things out. 
So they're like, let's try it again. Let's quick. We can cash in on this. Everybody well, else they, has one. NB, I mean, DC's like, got four in the works. Marvel's got two going. Well, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Is NBC's already going to have Constantine, which is DC. So well, I guess they wanted to add one more to Yeah, have. but with Constantine, you're looking at... Now, I get it's comic book movie. Right. But... You're looking you're at not superheroes. Well, Hellraiser, first of all. Or Hell, Hellblazer? Hellraiser. Hellblazer. 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 Um, I mean, John Constantine is just the name of the character, and they turned it into his show. But anyways. Right. Um, that you're, you're coming at that, I think, if they do it right, you're coming at it from a horror standpoint. Well, yeah. You're coming I mean, at it from a... Constantine will fit into their, their the Friday Night Line. That kind of stuff. Like supernatural, grim, and Constantine, I put into the same category. Right. See, Whereas well, heroes, I put in the category with Agents of Shield and Gotham and that kind of stuff. Well, see, if if, if they were smart, they would have brought back Alphas because that was an NBC Universal product. How that one do? Uh, one season, but everybody freaked out because it got canceled after one season. They left it completely. <laughs> the cliffhanger that will never get answered. But that's what I'm saying is they could have brought that show back on NBC instead of. Heroes, because uh, Alphas had more following than Heroes did at the end. You know, the reason Heroes went off the air was Let because... Let me ask you how many people remember Alphas. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of fan base that does. But the other thing is Alphas was only, only on sci-fi, so it's not going to get the following that... Bottom line, they're grasping at straws trying to eke some more money out of a franchise that they thought was worth something, and they're trying to cash in on the comic book crazy. Yes, Yes, they are. Good luck. Right. Um, yeah, well, speaking of cashing in, uh, Jada Pickett-Smith is going to be joining Gotham as the Penguin's uh, boss. What do you think of that? Makes you want to watch the show anymore? Nope. I mean, I, I don't think anyone... When they first announced Gotham, everybody... They lost me when they turned it into Smallville for Bruce. Yeah. They but now it's... I don't... The show doesn't... It when just seems like it's me, all over the place. When so. they had me, they had me at... This is a show about Gordon... Right. ...coming up in the PD, and all the bad guys are coming in and having to deal with it before there is a Batman. Right. That's what had me. That had me interested. Well, did you see... Cause now, you that it's, now that it's emo Bruce Wayne trying to work his way through his youth, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't care. I, I don't think... I don't think that... I'm curious to see how all of the DC shows are going to do. I mean, Arrow has been doing very well. Arrow's awesome. Speaking Arrow's of, a great show. Speaking of which, and it's not really a, a, a spoiler or anything, um, especially if you watch the last episode of Arrow. Are we talking about Waller? Yeah, the character of Amanda Waller. If you read Suicide Squad, you know that she Screw is... Screw that. If you have any knowledge of DC, you know who Amanda Waller is. Right. So they announced that... Um, Actually, Stephen Amell's, uh, he announced it on his Facebook page that Suicide Squad will be coming to... Uh, Wait, can we say that again? Stephen Amell announced it uh, on his Facebook page that Suicide Squad will be on the uh, upco- one of the upcoming episodes. Of uh, Arrow. Of Arrow. Which, I mean... They, That's they, awesome. It's not a spoiler, because, you know, Waller... Where's my Flash? Where's my Flash? Next fall. Nope. Apparently, yeah. uh, well, from what I understand, he was supposed to be in a lot of this season, and they dropped it so that he can just have his own show. I'd rather that happen than him being in it, forcing him into it. No, he wasn't forced. He was, like, written into the storyline and everything. They had to go back. Uh, from what I understand, I could be completely wrong, and the story could be wrong. But from what I understand, he was supposed to be in at least six episodes of this season. 
He was in three. And there was going to be a whole bunch of Flash. And then it was... Well, you, you haven't seen second. any Flash. You've wait just seen second. Barry. Right. But then it was like, wait a second, wait a second. This this could be something, and we really have something here. So we're going to push the Flash out. And they went back and reshot a bunch of stuff without him. And they're putting it into his own show. I'd, I would prefer them to do that. I'm just saying, where's my Flash? Give me my goddamn Flash. Um but we did see we did see uh, you know uh, Waller you know recruiting Bronze Tiger at the last episode. So I think that uh, I don't I don't think this new episode that's airing um, this week of this podcast will be Suicide Squad. I think it's like the week after, like the first week of March that they're in. Um, but I'm, I, they may do it where you know she's recruiting another member. Yeah, it starts recruiting members yeah. to create the Suicide Squad. That's cool. I'd uh, love to see it. You know, how so real- far Arrow hasn't really done anything wrong. They've been. It's been. That's been a solid show. After they got really past well. the first half a season, you know, the first the first year after the first half a season, I still like the first year. I mean, like everything. I I think it's when it got to good. that second half after the after the Christmas break and everything, it became amazing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it started good. Like it yeah. didn't start bad. It started good. And there was, just well, there was kept a couple better. moments that were kind of squirrely, but uh, not, for me, it started good and it has only gotten better. But yeah, I mean, it's got that. That's a whereas Agents of Shield has been like good, but uh, uh, like up and down, left and right. Speaking of Agents of Shield, they come back uh, the first week of March with um, Bill Paxton joining the cast for a few. Yeah, dude. And then still uh, don't care. Jamie Alexander's on the second week or second or third week of March. Okay, I care a little bit more. Of course you care about Sif. Of first, first of all, they are saying she's a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. They are saying that the. At some point, I guess it's going to be close to the end of the season. Uh, there is going to be a, a major uh, Winter Soldier tie-in. <gasps> See, I oh he, here's God, what I think. They should, here's honestly what I think they should do with Shield now. Cancel now, it? No, no, no. Oh, no. I wasn't saying it. No, no, no. I no. wasn't going for the easy joke. With these Marvel movies, yes, you could so easily take your crew when they're when they're filming one of the movies. Take your Shield crew. Film a scene, you know, an episode or so, or not even a whole episode, just a couple scenes with, you know, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, all these people when they're on set and tie it into whatever movie that is. Yes and no. And the reason I say no is because, yes, you can do that. Yes, you have the wherewithal to do it. Yes, you have all the people in the right places and all that kind of stuff. The no side of it is producers production, camera crews, workers, grips, lighting, sound, camera, actors, agents, lawyers, all of that stuff has to be worked out because even though they are under the same Marvel umbrella, it is completely different productions. Yes, I understand that. Even though it's the same umbrella corporation, there are very separate productions being worked on. I understand that, except for when you're you're seeing things, and there are different contracts involved. I understand that, but when you're seeing, yes, and that's where they might have the issues with the different contracts and things like that. But when you're seeing, you know, um, you know, the ending trailer, the ending credit scenes being shot by different directors, you know, for their next movie or tying into their next movie, you can easily you know, get your your Agents of Shield cast. Even if even if you you put it into the movie and it's a deleted scene from the movie, you know, and then you use that for your for your episode. You know, you have you just okay. We need uh we need a scene that's going to have Agent Coulson and you know 
Sky, you know, whatever, you know, character from the show in this talking to this person, you know, you're not necessarily going to use it for your movie. You can have it as a deleted scene or whatnot. If you want to use it for your movie, cool. But we're going to use it for the show. And just have, you know, you're just hiring these actors to be in their movie. So people that are already working on a movie for three to six months are going to take an extra week out of their schedule to try to film an episode in the midst of no you you schedule it into it then you're gonna have to restructure a lot of contracts i but but with it being the same company and same umbrella they could they could have that into it the pitfalls are gigantic is it possible yes would it ever happen no would it improve shield yes i maybe maybe not i don't know because I'm just saying is that if you're going to do the tie, writers, if you're going to do the tie-ins, uh, well, see, so you have different directors, anyways. And, you know, yeah, but I'm saying it's just such a problem. But if you're going to do tie-ins to these movies, anyways, because the other problem that you're dealing with is then you have directors for the specific episodes yes. that are going to be different than the directors for the films. Yes, and you're going to have different writers for both things. So then you've got to work with the actors and get them to be able to work with the directors and the writers for each part, and the directors and writers on either side of the two different projects are not going to have the same vision and they're not going to talk in the same lingo and they're not going to work in the same bylines. And so then you've got an actor who's trying to go towards a certain direction with the character and this guy comes in all of a sudden halfway through filming and goes, no, 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 do it this way, do this, do this, do this. I just think that if the possibility is there, why not try to incorporate it if you can? You could try. To try to make the Probably show better. Probably fail. You can try. Um, Ethan, you're a major Walking Dead fan. Like, you, you spooge every time somebody says Walking Not Dead. Not as much as you spooge about Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians okay. of the Galaxy! Yay! See Sorry. what I'm talking about? Every time somebody yes, says even, even Wait, wait. one more thing about the trailer. Oh, even God. the ending credits, when it pops up on there, you know, it reminds me of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which just was... I thought if they did that as an homage, I thought, oh, that's perfect. I love it. <laughs> but anyways, okay. So All um, right, so what's your question? Um, Walking Dead. Yes. So um, what do you think the lowest graded Walking Dead copy is that's so- selling for, I should say, or sold so, for? Okay, let's restructure well, this question. Because I already Ethan. know the answer to this. Because <laughs> you're looking at the screen? No, Ethan. because I was the one who told Chris about it. Oh, were you? <laughs> yes. Ah, well, there you go. You're asking the wrong guy. You should have asked me. Let's see, he's such a Walking Dead fan. I mean, so the question would have been, how much yes. is Walking Dead number one selling for on eBay? The worst copy of Walking Dead. The, the lowest price, worst copy, yeah. Let's say, um, I don't know, 10, 15 bucks. $764 is what a Walking Dead number one graded at a 0.5. Mm-hmm. Now, no one knows the grading system. It goes, you could get, you could get, you could have pissed and shit on it, and it would have still sold. He probably did. I don't know if you looked at it. <laughs> you you could get a silver or golden age comic in fairly good condition, maybe depending on it, close to very fine, for seven hundred dollars less than that. <laughs> yes. Well, but see, here's the thing: Gra- the saying. grading system goes one through ten, depending on the quality. And it goes in half points. So right, in half points. I just, one, saw, one I just saw a suit, like the first Superman, like the first Superman comic book, the other day in a comic shop for 350 bucks. 
Really? Yes. You should have. It wasn't. Yeah. In, it wasn't in great condition. I was gonna say. You could have. You know, I don't. I don't even think that makes a difference. You could have picked that up and got it graded, and then probably turned around and sold it for a million, or like a little less than that, maybe nine. Uh, not, a yeah. no, not a million. Yeah. Not a million. No. The, the. I think the most. There was, was more not in good condition, and just getting it graded. That all they're gonna say is that's correct. Uh, it's in terrible condition. It would cost <laughs> you more to get it graded. <laughs> that's true. The grading um, system is a joke, mm. by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's a joke. You send no, it this off is to some dude somewhere <laughs> who looks at it with white gloves and goes, mm-hmm, I would give this a 9.4. <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing. Uh, the way that this was done on eBay, the guy definitely has some marketing skills because if you read the ad, you were just laughing at how hilariously this guy was advertising this as being the greatest thing in the world and that you had to have it. And I think I was you talking have to have <laughs> when I was talking you to Chris. You have to have this. When I was talking to Chris, we were thinking, okay, well, the reason that so many people are bidding on this is because it's kind of that rareness that only affects not like nerds to it. Be like, oh, well, you know, everybody can have a great copy of it, but I'm going to be the only one with the worst graded copy. He should have called it the zombie edition. No. Yes. Because it's all torn up and messed up. and That's cute. Uh, no, I no. know where you're going. That's cute. <laughs> Isn't it? That's cute. Okay, so I got one. Ethan just told, says no because no, it's Ethan. Because well, of, you're, no, you deserve yeah. to be told no. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, finish your story. That was it. Oh. The end. <laughs> Travis, any, any video game news? There are actually... Somebody just tried to break into the studio. There are Not two big video game newses. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I'm tired. I, ne- I either need much less alcohol or a lot more alcohol. Much less alcohol, huh? Okay, much less. Uh, there are two big news Newses. items on the docket for the video game world. Number one is the Titanfall beta Yay. was released and then swallowed up into the earth again for about five days, four days. No, it was not. It's still available. It's still on? Yes. It was explicitly supposed to be taken down on here's, the 19th of February. Here's the thing. It was originally opened up to a select number. Yes. Yeah, so there was. So here's what happened. Uh, the Titanfall beta was going to be opened up to a select group. And it doesn't mean like, oh, you have to be a special person. There were just special codes that were given out. Uh, Xbox Live's Major Nelson was giving out codes to people. You had to register um, also. And, and the Titanfall developers were giving out codes. <laughs> so there was, there was availability for you to be able to get into the beta. But after 24 hours of the beta being open, they let it open to everybody. Literally, yes. anyone could turn on their Xbox One and download the beta and play it. Do you they know how big the download is? They had a number. Five gigs. So the, the final game is going to be like 13. Yeah. The, the, there were a number of problems of people trying to download the beta and then trying to log into the game. And they were sorting those issues out for the first 48 hours, and they finally kind of got those under control. There were some glitches here and there that people reported. There were games freezing. There were color issues. There were jaggies. There were pixelation problems. Uh, there were some sound issues. And that's all. It's a beta. It's well, we played, to have I, we played it last week. It was really good. And, uh, matter of fact, but I, by and I large, just turned it on this morning, too. So Yeah. By and large, people were very happy with it. Oh, yeah. People were it expecting, looks. it's just another COD clone with uh, mechs in it. 
it actually turned out to be really cool. It looks it so good. And it's, it I mean, it's purdy. difficult, too. It's not... I mean, yeah, it's not a pickup and... I, oh, yeah, I, I mastered this. I'm going to take everybody... You have to, like, actually learn how to parkour. You actually yeah. have to learn to free run. You have to actually learn how the difference between using a soldier and using a mech. Yep. It's, oh, it's But the so fact brave. that you're saying you can still get into it now because yeah, I you can, we remember, can play it as soon as we're done recording, which is amazing because I remember when the information came out right afterwards, like on February 19th, and everybody and Major Nelson was like, "Thank you so much, everyone. We're done. Beta closed." Yeah. But apparently not. Yeah, I just started it up this morning. Wow. The other giant piece of news that came out today. This was just released about four hours ago by the BBC. Um, Yay, love the BBC. Do you really? I love the BBC. Well, that's good to know. Uh, The BBC just released uh, news about three or four hours ago today on the 24th of February that Microsoft has announced they are lowering the price of the Xbox One to match the outperforming PlayStation 4. I think we called that back at E3. Did we mention that? I think we did. If I remember correctly, we mentioned that within the first six months... They will drop the price to match the PlayStation 4. So I think we also called four. it during E3 that you know PS4 was going to outsell it because of all the, all the price. Yeah. So currently, the console, and as of right now, it's important that we state, as of right now, this is only being rolled out for the UK. This is not happening in the US yet or the rest of the world by and large, but it may start having a trickle-down effect. Bottom line is, currently, you can buy a Xbox One for £429 in the yes. UK with a bundled game. Yes. That price is going to be dropped down to £399. That's about... That's about... Six? No, it's like five... Yeah, it's like it's, five... Uh, it, we, it, our our dollar isn't doing it's great a, against no, it. No, it, it, it's, it's like a dollar sixty is the exchange rate, I think, right now. Well, so let me go to my phone. Bottom line, the app right now Ooh. you would pay four twenty nine for a Xbox One with a bundled game in the UK. On Friday, for the Titanfall release bundle of the Xbox One, you pay three ninety nine. This will then match Sony's PlayStation Four price. Look at that! I said five hundred ninety dollars. So four four twenty nine pounds. That's euros. I'm sorry. That's euros. Oh, you. That's euros. Which is five euros would be five. Uh, How long do we have to wait for this? This is. Oh, annoying. just go on. I'll just keep going. I'm going to keep going. So, anyways, um, they're do. Uh, Harvey Eagle, who is Xbox's marketing director in the UK, was quoted as saying. The reason we're doing this is that we're committed to giving gamers the best value that we can. We're only a few months into a generation of consoles that are going to last for many, many years to come. And now just feels like the right time to make the adjustment on the price. Dot, dot, dot. Sony's kicking our ass. So the conversion from pounds to dollars? Yes. 429 pounds would be $714.51 US. There you go. Enjoy that, UK. Uh, You're paying so much more for the Xbox. Uh, bottom but, line, they are cutting the price of the Xbox One. Um, industry figures are suggesting that the PS4 is outside, outselling the Xbox One around 2 to 1 at this point, with 5.3 million of Sony's machines being sold worldwide. This is a huge shift, obviously, because the Xbox 360 
was generally outselling all the other consoles in the last generation. Yes. So basically everybody's kind of looking towards what's the source of this. Right. And it's the Connect. Now, Ethan, you have news on this as well because you received an email from GameStop this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're showing that um, that you can pre-order the Xbox One bundle with Titanfall for the same price that the system is selling now. So it's like you're getting the game for free. So there might be an indication that. Even though that it's through the BBC right now, of course that your your article was through the BBC, so they're going this to cover is straight through the BBC, right? So they're not going to really cover what's happening in the United States. They're going to cover what's happening in uh, yeah, not, in not Britain and no, Europe. No, no, no. But it could be generally like it's starting maybe because it's so high priced in the UK. It's starting there and then eventually trickling right. down. Because I know that's like what I'm wondering because I know like Japan, for example, would be, probably be the last place that it drops in price. Most likely, and, is. I don't know. I don't know. I think well I think. Well, they were That's the why last I think one. it would be the first, pl- first place it would drop. No, they were the last ones to receive the system, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, correct. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it, I think in Japan everything happens for uh, a reason. afterwards. So Everything in Japan happens for a reason? Um, no, yes. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I, it's good news to hear for anybody that doesn't have an Xbox One. Bad news for everybody that already bought it. Yes, yes. Early adopters, lo siento. <sighs> Late adopters, congratulations. You're going to be saving more money, which is the way it always goes. I might um, buy another one now. You No. No. You could Why buy another you? one for the exact same price you paid for the other <laughs> no. one. Oh, and you'll get Titanfall. Yeah. Congrats. Why would I buy another Or you could just pay $60 and buy the game. <laughs> Why would I buy another? Because I had two Xbox 360s. Why and not? you're an idiot for that. One downstairs, one upstairs. You're still an idiot. Uh, I have no reason to argue with uh, <laughs> Ethan's logic. So anyways, on that note, uh, as always, you remember that you can check Nerdables out at SoundCloud and Did you forget what Lip TV. Did you forget who's carrying us? <laughs> so anyways. Okay, I'm doing the outro. To hell with this. No. No? Okay, then go. Oh, go ahead. All right. As always, remember Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio, which is a great way to listen to us on your mobile device. We are also on SoundCloud, Blip TV, and iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. You can find us on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And you can visit our website at www.nerdables.com to listen to this podcast and catch up on all the episodes you have previously missed. For Travis and Ethan, I'm Ari Rain saying, this time I will defeat the Brain Man. Do you know what that's from? Come on, you don't know what that's... That's from Heroes, said that about uh, uh, Siler in Heroes. That's yeah, why it's that been used to be so a good long. Show. That used to be a good It's show. been so long that I've stopped caring. I didn't use his accent, yeah, so... Thank Anyways. God you didn't use his accent because you would kill. Because then we would have to do another one of our send your complaints to R.A. Rain. At- so, anyways. Oh my God, I'm a nerd! <laughs>